Hallelujah. If you ain't already been touched this morning, stay this afternoon and we'll fix your toucher. Amen. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, quick sermonette by letter of the Spirit. Let's confess this work. We do want to look at just two scriptures. Guys, you just follow me quickly in a minute. Let's confess this word. Father God, hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Cause the word in me, world around me, will become changed. The word tells me how to be saved, healed, filled, and blessed. I am what it says I am. I am highly favored. This is, look at somebody say, this is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. You know, we thank the Lord and we set sail and we're moving forward. Amen. I said, we, look at somebody say, I've set sail. I'm moving forward. We're moving on. Amen. Great things are ahead. Amen. I'm telling you, great things are ahead. And this, we've been talking about it, but this is your foundation. Amen. Man, this is it. You, you, you gotta have a, you gotta have a plan. How I many you know that? Amen. You gotta have a plan. And we, we confess and thank the Lord that these guys have started on the, on the, on the slab work. And, uh, there's a lot of time. I, I you know, I've, I've been around some buildings and, but not nothing this big. And, uh, there's a lot of time goes in that. Amen. Wednesday morning when the guy come, uh, you know, he had a plan. He says, man, I got to have the overall plan. We got to have the overall plan of the whole complete building of phase one and phase two. And we, uh, we get it. We go get it. We get back out there and, and we're working. And, and he says, you know, we, you know, how many knows you got to have a starting point? And, and thank God, and you don't realize this, but we have, we have, uh, uh, the, the, the architect, the guy who's drawing up the buildings, uh, just draw this up. And the plumbing, all of this that he's done, uh, uh, you know, revised plans. We revised the kitchen, I think, three or four times with these ladies, uh, you know, and there's papers, just, just different ones in my office just piled up. And, and, uh, we'll tell you a funny story about that. And we really got, well, okay. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I was away and brother Johnny, the, the guy was wanting, uh, another part, another plan part of it. And I told Brother Johnny where to go, and he says, "Can I?" I said, "Just go in there and just dig through in there, you know." And 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 he says, "My Lord!" And when I got in the office, he had papers everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Just you could just get him office over here was open all over here. He said, "You want me to clean it up?" I said, "No, that's okay, cause I, I'll put them back. I'll put them back. It's it's okay." But but what I'm saying is, uh, you know, you, you got to have a starting point. But this architect. Uh, for drew up years ago and we revised and 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 but what i'm saying all we've had to pay him basically is just the printing of the paper the, the the ink and all but i mean thousands and thousands of dollars that we've not had to pay for that amen just the blessings of god amen and and, and you know i you know god's timing's always good amen uh, you know, I wish the building would have already been up, but God's timing's always best and, 
and and through one of our uh, board members, how it connected up with this guy that built some other that's done other foundation work. Very professional man. Uh, 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 with that connection, it's just amazing how all that come back up and other stuff he had done local, uh, but very good. But anyhow, you know, just you got to have a starting point, and then we get that, and we have to get this architect on the phone, and where did Zach Cone? You know, it's hard to, you know, when stuff got to line up, it's got to be right. So you got to go to your answer, amen. We had to go to those plans, get the architect on the phone, and and he said that you come this amount of feet. You know, this guy's out there figuring by the plans, and he said, go call the architect, be sure we're right, because this has got to be right. You know, and he calls, and I call him, and he says, call you right back in five minutes, and he did. I mean, he said, 17 foot, the corner of that building is 17 foot from that corner. I said, oh, we got it. He come in, he said, that's it. He said, we just want to be sure. Uh, but then, then, then Thursday and then Friday, he asked for, you got to have another set of different kind of plans, and, but it's just all got to be right, and you got to go by the plan, amen? And I'm telling you, so go by the plan. But we're making progress out there, and we give God the praise and glory. And you just keep believing and praying. Amen. Amen. The finances, God's going to handle that through through you and you praying and believing. It's all going to come in. Then we get to the other stage, we got two before money. Amen. Amen. We got air conditioning money. Amen. We got commode money. Amen. Amen. We got our refrigerators and sinks and stove money. Amen. We got round table and chair money. Amen. And say this with me. Some of it's coming out of my pocket. God's going to move. Amen. He's going to meet every need. So just keep believing and praying for that. Amen. But, you know, you know, you got to have a guide to go by. And that's the greatest thing about grandmamas and, 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 and being grandparents. You're a guide for those others to go by. Amen. And I want to just two scriptures. And I, I wanted to read... I thought this, this, this was a quote very powerful. And you can figure out where you at in this. But you know, the young person, the young people, they're really, they're, they're, they're not, isn't really certain that, that love can be real. Think about this. A young person's a lot of times not certain that, that love is, can really be real. You know why? Cause we call it puppy love. You know, they fall in love with this one. They puppy love or whatever, you know. I never hear a cat love, but you hear puppy love. I don't know why that, but, but, you know, they fall in love with this one, and then, you know, next school, beginning of next school, they fall in love with this one, and then they go to another grade, and then they, or, or change school or classes and meet somebody else. And so a young person sometimes, uh, you know, deals with that. Is it, is it, you know, is it really love? And then the middle-aged person, individual, is discovering that it is real. Some of y'all with us, we'll meet you there. That it, it is real. This thing that, you know, this, you know, you make it a lifelong commitments with people. It's real. And then the older person, they seem to know for sure that it is real. That this love is really real. Even when their mate maybe is gone on and they, but they have that love that it's real because they become a, then they become that grandparent or become older and they know this love is for sure and it's real. Right quick, just look at, let's do the first one guys, Psalms 145 and 4. Look at this scripture. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. Wow. 
Look at this in the NLT. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. What is that saying, grandparents? That we need to be telling our our grandkids. Amen. We need to be telling the most important about the power and the anointing of Jesus Christ. We need to be telling them about the power that we've seen God move this morning and done some great and mighty things in bodies and lives. I'm telling you, he done some great things already in this service this morning. But let each generation tell its children. The mighty acts, let them proclaim your power. I want to leave this with you this morning. See, the thing about it is we're all leaving an imprint. Positive net. We all leave imprints. But are you leaving an imprint that your, your, your kids and your grandkids will talk about and proclaim? Talk about and proclaim. Are you? Are you leaving imprints? Imprints. Positive imprints. Positive imprints. Another one, we won't get it. You can jot it down. You're taking a note. Proverbs 17 and 6. Children's children are crowned to the age. Deuteronomy 4, 9. We won't get that. Just jot that down. Let me read this. The love that lasts in the memories. Listen to this story. I thought this was very powerful. I lost my grandmother last night after a long week of sleepless hospital nights and many, many tears were shed. Death is a ruthless force that threatens to tear your heart apart. But it must be dealt with for what it is. Only, listen to this, only one moment that cannot overshadow a long-fulfilled lifetime of love, laughter, family, and memories. Quote, and then she says this. Losing a beloved grandparent can naturally be a very powerful experience. However, these words of wisdom... From Abigail Rose point out, listen to this, that the grief we feel after a grandparent's passing should, listen to this, shouldn't overweigh the joy we experience because they were in our lives. You know, we sadden when we lose that loved one, but man, there should be so much rejoicing of what they poured into our life. What they've blessed and poured into our life. Should be so much rejoicing. And grandparents, let your, let your grandchildren know that you had a mighty close powerful walk with God. Leave that imprint. More than anything else, leave that imprint with them. Leave that imprint. Leave that imprint. So many times I go to nursing homes that some people, uh, very seldom get a visit or somebody come to see them. But you know what's so precious to go and some of you may not, don't even have a clue who this was, this lady is, but we was able to get back in now to see her and, and, um, after my surgery and, uh, 
But she just, she just smelled in my heart the other day. Some of you remember her, I'm sure, Miss Leanne, some of you do, and some of you others. Miss Louise Campbell. She's bedridden now, lost a leg to, and, uh, but we was there. We first built this building. Uh, you was here then. We had the nursery. For some reason, the pastor, we figured out how the nursery way down here at this last room. But she wasn't, she was, she's not a very educated lady, but she loved those kids. Loved those kids. She's a grandma, great grandmama today, but she loved those kids. She loved this church. And you know, she said something to me. Very powerful. She knew who it was. Asked about a few folks in church. And she says, you know what, Brother Andy? I said, what? She says, Jesus is coming one day to get me and I'm going to heaven. And she says, I want you to know one thing. He's what, this is powerful now. Some of you need to put this in your pocket and take it home. She says, he's waiting on me to tell him to come. And I'm just about ready to call him to come get me. I thought, wow. Isn't that amazing? Proverbs says, life and death in the power of the tongue. Wow. And I thought, all this time, she got something. She got some teaching. She said, because he's waiting on me to call him to come get me. And I'm just about ready to call him. I thought, wow. Life, death, and the power of the tongue. Wow. Wow. Flip over, guys, Psalms 92, 14. In the NLT. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. Look at somebody and say, you still got it. Still got it. In old age, you still produce fruit. Look at this. They remain vital and green. Now, see, I wanted to do that in NLT. Because some of you look at that in King James, you miss, you get a misinterpretation of that. You still got the power. We still got the power. And we could go to Sarah in the Bible and, and we was going to talk about all that this morning. But I want to say this. Grandparents, don't let the old age stop you from bearing fruit for God. By the power of the Holy Spirit, remain open to the mighty works of the Lord. If you don't get nothing else in all of us today, but grandparents, your children need what you have to offer them. And that's a walk with God. They need that. They need that. And I want to say this. The children of this church, grandparents, they need you. You say, well, I ain't got no, I ain't got no child or grandchild. These kids need you as a grandparent. They need you. 
They need you. They need you as a grandparent. So I ask you this morning, leaving an imprint, kind of imprint you only. Now we all got imprints of people don't. You know, I mean, I could go back and think of some of the grannies that was here and, you know, this one was loud, this one was soft-spoken. This one wanted to tell you how to do this. This one come up and love on you and say, Pastor, I'm praying for you. And I learned this, you know, with older, older people, those, those seasoned people, you know, sometimes people set you up when they come and hug and say, I'm praying for you. They're going to tell you how to, how, how you should pray. This is how you ought to do it. No, I'm just kidding. But it does happen. But, but leave an imprint of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Leave an imprint. Leave an imprint. Because the children of this church, grandparents, consider yourself a grandparent because they need you. There's kids back there. Kids are here. These teenagers. Some of them may not have no grandparents or some of them's gone on. They need you. They need you as that godly figure in their life. We all leave an imprint today. What will the people say about us? What will the imprint be today? Leaving an imprint as grandparents. People of this church. And let me say this in closing. I am, I'm not even going to go back up, okay? But I just wanted to take a few moments in grandparents because God really moved in the service already, amen? Done some great things. But we just wanted to recognize our grandparents this morning. Be that grandparent. Imprint. We're leaving imprints. We're leaving imprints. And we could talk about Sarah and many others in the Bible we had down. Leave imprints. Leave them. God's, God is, you're not old and wrapped up and waiting for the hearse. You're not. You're breathing. God's got something for you to do. Got a plan for your life. But you got to start stepping and doing it. Amen. I mean, you got to. If, if you ain't exuberant and excited as a grandparent today, you need to start changing your daily routine. I'm telling you. Change it. Get in the Word. Get out. Go do whatever. Get involved. Look at somebody and say, get involved. There's lives at stake. There's lives at stake. That you can make a mark on that will change their life. Amen. I encourage you to do that. I'm not going back. You do that. I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to do that. Amen. Pray for our motorcycle ministry this afternoon. They're going to uh, the vet veterans. Over in Brundies this afternoon to speak. And I just, I just, guys, I just believe with you, ministers, brothers and sisters, that there's somebody they're going to give their life to Jesus. Some of those guys, they'll tell you, they'll tell you that some of those guys over there, they from way out of state. Nobody here. None of their family. 
Because they because because all the emotions that they went through coming out of war. Brother Stephen can tell you about all these guys that's come out and, and, and their families deserted them and, and, and just put them in this home. But you know what? They have a family. We're going to be there for them for Christmas and other things. And these guys going every once a month to minister to them. And they're, they're putting together one, one of these days, they're going to go over with them motorcycles. Let them boys see them, hear them row. We change it. Cause those guys were excited about that. Excited about that. Amen. And one of them gets one of them you can sit in. I'll be riding in it one day with them. Amen. You're holding to it. <laughs> yeah, get a picture of that. But uh, we're going to pray and to go. Uh, if you haven't signed up for our John Maxwell leadership class, if you serving in there and haven't signed up for that, please sign up today. And if it's okay for these guys, I know some of them's in that class and... Uh, I don't have to, we, we can, we don't have no baptism service. Nobody, nobody wanted to get a bath this afternoon, so no baptism service. Uh, but guys, uh, those that can, we, we'll move our meeting on up to five. If you guys, everybody that's in that class wants to, and we'll make contact. I'll text you after the church, be sure that's okay, but I just want to announce that. But our ushers this morning, they're going to be at the door. And we'll always like to give you a chance to give and sow in to the kingdom of God. Um, and we're going to we're going to help some storm victims. Uh, I didn't get okay on her, but we, this is what I felt led to do. And you know, we try to find some that's personal. I'm not putting down a lot of the organization. A lot of times, a lot of the organizations send money to you know percentage of it comes out for them and everything. And so we try to find somebody personal. Well, if you don't if you don't know, Sister Esther's Sister Esther's dad and her sister was a, they live there in Perry, Florida. They're not able to live in their house. Her, 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 in fact, her, her sister's house may not even be able to go back into. Our trees are on it. Her dad is having to stay somewhere else. And he's, what, 90, Sister Esther, I think? 90. 90. So our offering today is going to go personally to help them. So if you'd like to give, give. And you know what? The Lord dropped this in my heart when Brother Mark was talking about the offering. He was calling that, what do you call it, post? What, what, how was he saying that? Huh? Yeah. What about you being the owner of the car? You being the John Deere owner? He said, man, yeah, you know, if I, if I was, if I owned the company, I'd go over here and just, I'd bless that guy with a tractor. No, you wouldn't. If you, if you don't have that heart now, you ain't gonna ever get there to do it. You're never going to get there to do it. So, you got to give now. And so, give. Just, just give. Well, preacher, we need, preacher, we, I felt this and come back. I think it was one right over there and one right here somewhere. I'm just kidding. Well, preacher, we building a building. This is how you build a building. You give. You give. We, we've been tithing. You, you know, the church, the church up there, uptown, uh, Cloud First Missionary Babs, you know, we furnished the foyer. Why? Cause I believe some, we, we didn't do it to get, but we gave to them. So when you give, it's gonna come back to you. So I, there's somebody gonna just furnish, furnish the foyer, this new building. Amen? So, 
give out of this. If this was this was you, what would you want? You know, what what you think you you know need to help these people out? Give and 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 and, and this offering will go go to them. We'll get to Sister Esther and she gives it. But just just so into this. So I'm telling you. You give out. God blesses back. But see, all the money that comes in to, has come in over the years to the building fund, we've ties right back. And you know what we're always trying to find? We're trying to find a church or somebody that's building, and we've been sowing in, we've been sowing ties, advertise what comes into the building fund back into these other places. And that's how God's been blessing. That's how He's been blessing. That's how He's been blessing. And there's a, there's an individual right now. I'm believing. I'm believing that they can sow. They can sow over a hundred thousand into this building. In fact, I'm believing they can do three. Preacher, you got that kind of faith? No, I just got I got that kind of faith because I got that big of a guy. That we can help that'll help finish do some of the stuff that's on the inside. So let's believe, amen. Let's believe. Father, we thank you today. For your blessings on this service, how you have moved and directed. It's always better to let you take over and have your way and not our way. But God, we do honor our grandparents today. Blessings in and on them and all of us. Father, may we never leave today without giving somebody that chance that don't know Jesus. And if you don't know Jesus, come on down right now. God, we ask you to bless these people. We sow into these that, that can't move, can't possibly may not even get back in their house. And we're still without electricity. Even some places they're staying now. Father God, we just ask you to bless those that were so seed into this. Bless our motorcycle ministry. Honor bound this afternoon as they go and serve you. Father God, uh, in this veterans, in this home there in Brundage. Lord, bless all that you're doing and going to do in the ministries of this church and the building. We call, Father God, this foundation done good and right. All is built, paid for, fully furnished. Landscaping, par- all parking lots paid, all debt free. God, we believe we receive it. We just thank you, God, for your blessings, your favor. Go with these people, give them a good afternoon. Be with us throughout this week. Bring us back to your house on Wednesday night. God, that lives are touched and changed by your spirit. And we thank you, Father God, that we go in this week. No matter what we face encounter this week, you're with us. We, Father God, we, we go in Jesus name. God, just like we've been teaching on Wednesday night. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God, hallelujah. If we, if it seemed like we in the fire, you in there with us. Wherever, God, we know you with us. And we coming out, Father God, and we're going through. And you're delivering us from even getting in it as well. So God, we receive and we thank you today. In Jesus' name. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Our 2023 leadership classes start tonight at 6 or 5. Um, this is a mandatory class for all volunteers. If you haven't already taken this class, you can still sign up this morning in the side foyer at our side.